Damn it, Bobby. What's your favorite episode of King of the Hill, man? I wanted to ask you this question casually. Um, I don't know. Like, there are a lot that stick out to me. Uh, I really like the episode where Bobby gets gout from eating at a weird deli. Um, you know, because... So I, can... I, I don't know, like he eats like a lot of like salted and cured meats and like liver and stuff like just every day at this deli secretly and then he gets this horrible case of gout and Hank Hill has to like get Bobby to like stop his deli meat addiction so he can save his son's foot. Um, wait, 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 what's, okay, but what's gout? Isn't that what that, the Queen Anne had in the favorite? Yeah. Well, what well, is? I, I'm not really sure. Um, it's something where like your your uh, tissues swell up and inflame and stuff. Like it's we've had this conversation. Happen. Yeah. Is- I don't remember. We look it up every time, and we're like, "Oh, that's what gout is," and then we immediately forget. I, I think it's usually like in your legs and feet and stuff. You can lose your limbs, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it can get like really bad, and infections can happen. But I'm not really sure. I'm not a gout expert. You know, I could be totally <laughs> wrong. A goutist would be called. Wouldn't that be terrible? Like, if the summation of your life was like at the end of it, like all you accomplished was just being a gout expert. Like, Wasn't that like doctors, like you know, hundred just doctors years ago? Just, uh, isn't that what doctors do? It's all gout all yeah, the time. Do you, yeah. well, you wonder like, when like was the sexiest time period, like where gout was big and people got into medicine for gout, like in the way that yeah. people get into medicine, like I'm going to be the one to cure cancer. There sure. had to be like a six month period where gout was the shit. Like probably like in the 1800s, you were like a gout specialist. That was like you were a pillar of the community. Like you were somebody that like you know people looked up to. Right. And now you're a joke. So that's they so, run you out of town. You have to like have your practice way out on the border where we can find you. Isn't a gout like the king's disease or some shit like that? Don't they say that? Like kings get gout. Do you get gout from sitting on your ass all the time? Probably. I mean in that episode, and I'm basing most of my knowledge of gout on that episode of King of the Hill, Bobby was sitting down a lot and eating a lot of cured meats, which I assume kings that's were kings probably do. like all day, just platters of meat, just you know, consuming. So, but- but is gout uh, okay? Are we for or against gout? I guess that's my question here. Like, do we do we think like, look, it's terrible, but as far as diseases go, it's a pretty cool I'm disease. Like, I need to know. You know what? I I like. It's it's you know a little you know risky to say that you're in support of a horrible disease, but it's I feel like it's one of those. Wait, it's arthritis. It says a form of arthritis characterized by severe pain, redness, and tenderness in joints. What? Just regular ass arthritis? There's a fucking problem with arthritis, okay? Is that you have 15 different types of arthritis, and I can't even tell which is the cool one. Well, gout is definitely a type Mm. of arthritis. So, I I do remember in the episode, uh, Hank is like, dang it, Bobby, that's an old man's disease. So I guess it's like an old man. That makes sense, yeah. Like, that's what he's most upset about, is that his son is getting an old man's disease at, like, age 11. Bobby's kind of a monster in that show. Like, re-watching it, like, he's such a selfish little bastard, like, up until the end of every episode. You're not gonna he learns a lesson. suck me into a debate on whether Bobby Hill is good or bad. That's a different topic for a different show. But, uh, okay. Yeah. To answer your question, though, maybe my favorite episode is probably the one where Dale has to go to work at Stick Tech because uh, he, his doctor tells him he's going to die if he continues to inhale. Um, all of the bug chemicals that he's spraying without a mask or any kind of protection. You remember so, that? And then, so and then he becomes episodes where health problems are at the forefront of the of the episode. They're memorable. Right? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like that's I what know. I just learned about you in this very short amount of time. You started with yeah. gout. That yeah. was well. Yeah. 
So the real topic is pro or against television diseases. I guess that's that that's the bigger. I don't know. I, I mean, I've never thought about it before. I guess that's the common denominator here is, you know, any episode where there's health problems, like I had a field day with uh, ER house. That was shit. Turn that on. I was done. But do you take that as like, as, as you all the knowledge you need about certain medical issues or diseases? Like you didn't know that gout was, was arthritis from the context of King of the Hill. It could have been anything, right? All I know gout is from Game of Thrones, right? Isn't that what Homie has? The dude from Dorne who gets like chopped up by the sand snakes? Wait. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gout. Boom. He's like in a in a wheelchair for most of it. So that just ruined your theory of let's all go to Dorne. Well, That's my problem. The only thing you can find there is gout. Is gout? Well, I mean, there's lots snakes. of other things to find. It's <laughs> like sand snakes. Sand snakes. Um. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know. Like, now I'm just confused. <laughs> like, I want to support this. Is this even this. a debate? Like, what are we talking about? Are we supporting that or not? I'm, I guess I'm pro-arthritis. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, my mom has arthritis. Her her mom had arthritis. Right, she did, yeah. So Majority of rules. I'm against <laughs> arthritis, for the record. But yeah, yeah, I'm against it, too. Dolores, uh, majority rules. Christian. Sorry, Christian. Oh, fuck. All right, well, that's a horrible... Uh, <laughs> starter that's not a good like that was great. what is that like a bellwether they call that like it's a predictor or whatever mm-hmm. during yes. elections you're going to be wrong next time you're going to be wrong. yeah okay all right so here's the here's the here's i like to be on the winning side christian <laughs> i'm uh yeah you're fucking I'm playing you're, to win here you're an aaron burr bitch you sit on the sidelines waiting until you see which way the wind's blowing that's not courage He's just quoting him. I never, I never said it was courage, but uh, <laughs> I did say it was he, winning. How do. You're the little finger of this podcast. You're, you're gonna fucking, <laughs> you know, worm your way into surviving. That's the most disappointing part of that last season of Game of Thrones is just yeah. wasting the best character on the show. Is that his grand plan was just to like try and marry Sansa, right, and then die? Can we, all right, before we go into like the things I actually have prepared, can we go into a season seven thing? Because here's the thing, obviously the, the obvious answer is that it's garbage, but Dolores always finds a way to try to bring some silver lining to shit. Uh, like with Infinity War and other things that I didn't like and stuff. Uh, she's, she's mostly on our side, but she's the first one to at least look for the silver lining, right? So like Game of Thrones season seven, fucking horrible, right? Like, but atrociously bad. Is there anything to really, you know, to talk about and pull, pull, hold up and say this is the best of the uh, series? I mean, like, there are set pieces, but, like, that's kind of the problem is that the show tended to, like, in its later seasons, start to lean on these big set pieces to sort of elevate the rest of the material. Because, like, everything else, aside from, like, that dragon attack where Daenerys attacks uh, Jamie's whatever army, like, Nothing really kind of, I don't know. I don't really even know what I'm saying. Uh, it wasn't a good season of television. Um, there were a few moments. The, uh, I, uh, the ice episode where they're all beyond the wall was fucking terrible. Um, and I don't remember most of it. I'm going to lose this because I know you both already don't like this. But my, my defense of season seven of Game of Thrones is that like it is coming to an end. Like, like everything that leads up to something big is always better than whatever it is. I'm gonna stand by that statement. Like the tension that's building, like think, you know things have to happen. And when they start to happen, because now they have to happen on a compressed timeline, you're mad about it. You're like, oh, that doesn't seem realistic. Well, there's fucking dragons, okay? Like, let's just put that- Don't do that one. Let's just put that- Don't, that's kryptonite. Let's just put that- Do you see what I'm saying? 
saying though, this whole series has been like building to this like this clash, right? And it's getting closer and closer and closer to it. Eventually, things have to be decided. Things have to happen. And yeah, some of them are not perfect. But okay. If I may tag in quickly. All right. All right. So what you're saying is we need to give it a break because of uh, the bigotry of high expectations. Uh, and because of that, there was always going to be a sense of disappointment because it wasn't always going to be the way we want to. The problem with you is like, you, you, it's such a fucking bullshit argument to be like, there's dragons and magic, suspend your belief. It's just like, we would be fine suspending our belief if these were the rules that they had played with fast and loose the whole time. But when you set whole seasons where you're showing the passage of time and like season two, it's literally like one army just moving to the other side of the fucking continent, man. Like it's just, that's where it gets really insufferable. I understand what you're saying, but at the same time, you need to stay consistent with your own fucking internal logic. But now aren't you working off nothing though, right? In the beginning when they could spend these, these episodes and you know, in episodes of just like one or two or three days passing, right? Like those things were in the books, right? Those things are plotted out for you. Now aren't you on fucking like, like this territory where you don't know what the hell's happening? He hasn't written the end of that series. So they're making this shit up as they go, right? I think that he has the finer details mapped out and he told them, but I don't think he has it like written. That's what I'm saying. Like you have right. a blueprint for like how you can do things. And I think that gives you a lot more freedom to fuck around and do you know what I mean? Be, um, I don't know, like take your time with things. And now it's like, you know that some fight is about to happen, right? Someone's going to win, or maybe no one's going to win. Who fucking knows? But I don't know. I think that, like, it suffers because of that, because it has, something has to happen, and no one's going to like, or not everyone's going to like what it is that happens. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, it absolutely does. I, I can't really be too mad at the show creators for, like, where the show is now, um, mostly because they aren't working with source material anymore, and also because the previous seasons, like the good ones, the ones we fondly remember, um, were successful because they were playing with the subversion of fantasy tropes, right? And, like, the fantasy crept into the story, but we were mostly watching a pretty grounded, political, back-and-forth type of story with, like, a looming sort of presence of fantasy at the fringes. Um, just the idea of, like, your main character being killed off in the first season and then his son on a revenge quest getting killed brutally um and unceremoniously and now the show is sort of like playing into expectations like what you would expect out of a fantasy show and it feels like a betrayal of those previous seasons but you're kind of yeah. right there's not really anywhere else they can go i just feel like they could be doing it better mm. i just remember cringing so much throughout this last season with how they were plotting things and how they were writing dialogue even um i don't know like it doesn't feel as sure-handed as it could that makes a lot of sense. I hear what you're saying. And I guess it's my point when I said, that, that, but there are dragons. There have been dragons all along. Do you know what I mean? It's never been about that, right? You're, he's mad about a fucking dragon. I'm not like, mad about the dragon. I'm just mad about like, the internal logic of, of the show being betrayed. And I understand what you're saying, but it's like whether they have the source material or not, they know how time passed in their own show. Me and Max have got into a big conversation before about uh, what's the difference between a movie and a TV show? Like, what's that distinguishing factor that you, you're like, oh, well, this is just a, a four-hour movie or eight-hour movie. You know how people say mm -hmm. that about shows and shit yeah. like that? And what I said is it's literally about how time passes. Mm -hmm. Like, with the exception of, like, you know, Dazed and Confused and, like, Super Bad and a couple of those, like, real time, this takes place over one night yeah. sort of thing, the passage of time is, like, so different and so noticeable. So they've seen how it looks on screen. You had season two, you had season three, you had all of these things yeah. where it was a slow moving coup. 
Um, and they, they have that to lean on, you know? So that's my only problem with it. And you can get into whether it's like a problem with episode count. Like if it was a 10 episode season, would it have been much better? And I think probably, yeah, because you wouldn't have had some egregious shit. You could have spread that beyond the wall shit out by two episodes and it probably would have alleviated some of the problems. I mean, it's still a shit show. But, but also just the idea of all of those like badass roguish characters being in the same spot at the same time trying to accomplish the same goal feels like a betrayal of like what the show is trying to do in the beginning. Like those characters in Martin's book books, I don't think would ever really be in the same place at the same time in that way. Like just, that's just one example, but I don't know. People who watch TV, are they going to care about them in the same way if they're not? I think that's what the people who watch, a lot of people who watch it, that's what they want. Yeah hoping to see for the entire time is when it gets to that point where these people are all together and they're all battling against one another. Like we kind of demand that as an audience. I don't know. Right. Um, I, I think my favorite things, and maybe I'm just a goddamn weirdo, but my favorite things are the things that don't give me what I want, um, but give me something else uh, in a way that's surprising, but also intrinsic to the story being told. Um, I don't know. It also bothered me that Jon Snow was fucking teleporting around the continent like every episode he was in like the north, then the south, then the north again, like just in a day. Like maybe he had a jetpack that we didn't see. Was there right. a like, jetpack? Yeah, explain that somehow. Give me like one scene where he like fucking meets another red priestess voodoo old <laughs> hag lady. It's like you can teleport now. I'm fine. Like that's that's better he than what you would believe that. He would believe that. Yeah. Of yeah. course. I don't know. I mean, we're not saying it. I think you are going to lose this, man, because I think you didn't say anything to sway I mean, I me. Think I think nothing's ever going to sway you. We've had this argument for like... I, I feel like I'm kind of months. agreeing with both of you, honestly. I don't know where, what to do here. Uh, well, you have to make it a Well, he is little finger, right? Yeah, so you're little finger. Outward, no, no, outwardly he's going to agree with anybody who he's talking to, right? But see, uh, little finger would have been really ineffectual if he was doing this in front of both parties that he was trying to play. Right. That's the problem with it. So, he would uh, be very quickly found out. Um... <laughs> I am gonna go with the third option uh -oh. myself. I'm going That's... rogue, lone wolf. Uh -oh. So our first majority rules is, uh, I guess, because we didn't really come to a consensus on gout. Can I agree with that? <laughs> no, we, we did. did. We were yeah. right. We were Me and Dolores came to a consensus. Right. You, you right. lost. So um, what, is, what do we call it when it's not a majority, man? It's like a hung jury or some shit. Uh, we could call it a compromise. I hate compromise. Well. I'm well, a bad mediator. Been well established. <laughs> <laughs> when Max was saying, you know, I really like, you know, so if I get not what I really want, but something, I was like, Max, you should get married. Because um, you're never going to get what you want. You get something else, and it might surprise you. I agree to that completely. <laughs> um, and I'm not married yet, so there's that. All right, well, I mean, I think that was solid. All right, so let's move on to the beginning of the stupid shit that I have prepared, okay? Um, so the first topic, this is a big deal to me. Um, it keeps me up at night. Um, and just hear me out because, because here's the thing. If you let her describe this, you're going to think I'm a fucking moron, but just try to bear with me here. Okay. All right. So my topic today, and we can get into, you know, various meanings of it. Um, the letter W. All right. Uh, I got some strong fucking appealings on, uh, appealings, uh, feelings, uh, about W. Uh, cause here's my thing. It's the only letter that uh, is a rep repetition of another letter. <laughs> you, do you see, right? It's like, it's, it's like a double U. No. No, but that's my point. It's not, you don't have like double A or some shit, right? It's A, B, C, D, E, F, G. And then U has its own thing. And then they got lazy a couple later and they're like, fuck it, double U. 
And I'm like, okay, how do you spell W? And I, wait, that's where, <laughs> that's where she gets fucking lost too, right? So wait, I'm not saying how do you actually spell W. I realize that you don't spell W like I don't that. think you actually realize that. I do. Until after you ask what, no, question. no. I'm saying if you spell things phonetically, okay, right? Like you can spell all the letters phonetically if you had to, right? But when you get to W, you can't fucking put two U's because the two U's doesn't make like a double U sound. And there's like precedent for this because in Spanish, we have like double L. That's like its own letter in the alphabet. We have more than 26 letters in the Spanish alphabet. So I'm over here just trying to talk about double U's being like, fuck man, they, they get no identity. And I don't know if they're the best letter or the worst letter. I don't know. I mean, Dolores, what are you- Max is big. Okay, let me just say to you that this man asked me in the middle of the night, all serious. How do you spell W? <laughs> Ten seconds of silence, and I say, W? It's a fucking letter. He is so <laughs> caught up in the fact that W sounds like W. It's not the same thing. It's double U. And he's also like, look, you put two U's together to W. No, no. W's have rigid ass lines. U's are all soft oh and curvy. Oh my God. So that's where you're going to get hung up on? The fucking body dysmorphia of letters? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? If someone about? asks you how to spell a letter in the, in the, in the English alphabet, you can only respond by saying that letter. No, it's not true. If you said, how would you spell A, you could spell it like A-Y, right? E-H if you're Canadian. You can spell it phonetically. I'm not saying that it makes sense, but what I'm saying is that phonetically you'd be able to do it. When you get to double U, you would have to like- spell U? But no, you would spell D-O-U-B-L-E, U. I understand that, but how would you spell U? Well, you would have to do like Y-O-U just to do it phonetically, right? Mm. Like, uh, see, I think Max is sort of understanding he what I'm saying here. He did not ask like, how to phonetically spell shit. He said, how do you spell W? Well, after you didn't fucking totally understand what I was saying, because I knew what I was saying in my brain, you needed to catch up. Oh, I explained it to you afterwards. W sounds like W, but it's not the same thing. How, how do you know if you can't spell it? <laughs> Explain this shit to me. I can W. It's double U, bro. Like your pronoun. It's not W, which we can talk about him. We can get into that's a separate part of the W conversation. <laughs> but for now, I want to talk about the letter. Max, what do you anything? Um, you know, like I, I guess I can't say just by virtue of like what this show is that I don't have a fucking horse in this race. So <laughs> I will say that I don't think it's worth getting upset about. Um, well, we're not upset. We're asking what it is. Like, is it a double U or is double U its own fucking individual thing? But what I'm saying is even if it is its own individual thing, they had no creativity. They didn't give it like a Wawa or some shit. You that would make sense. Like, you are offending everyone in Sesame Street right now, call them up and tell them W is not its own letter. W is its own letter, but it's derived of fucking, like, you know, it's it's like, it's like Me New Mexico, right? Like, it's got Mexico in it, all right? It's the same shit. I don't Max know. Max is looking this up on the internet. Max is going to the technology. Yeah, I'm using the internet to have a well-formed opinion. You know? That's not what this show is. This show is off the cuff, man. I don't want to be well-informed. Oh, okay. well, I, I just feel like I'm right here, man. You know, this really kept me up. And she was like, if you tell this to Max, he's going to be on my side. And I'm like, bullshit. I think if I just called Max up, um, uh, just out of the blue and said, Max, how do you spell W? And his first response might be like, the letter? And I would say yes. His response to me would be, would be W. Response, if I'm being honest, I'd, I would definitely say that. Because that's yeah. what I wanted to say, but you were continuing to go on this tirade <laughs> about the letter W. 
He's very. I don't give a shit. Um, but if I have to, uh, it's not worth getting upset about. It's fine on its own. It's just a letter. Uh, historically, the sounds W spelled V and B spelled B. Okay, I can't really like say this out loud because it's all about how you spell it, like on Wikipedia. But the point is, it was developed uh, to uh, re adequately represent the labial velar approximant sound W of Germanic phonology. So two U's though, like two U's. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay, so I'm right. It's a double U. Yeah, it's it's a double U. So I'm right. So majority rules there's by default. Like, what, what? I'm trying to figure this there's out. Two, there's two U's that make double U. Yeah. Okay. I mean, but, so but, but in but in a lot of modern typefaces and old typefaces, you had to use the B. But I'm right. No. I don't even know what your argument is. I don't, Max up. doesn't understand me, I don't think. Uh, I don't think anybody does. So this is a fucking, is, we, we get no consensus here? Loris, I'm on your side. Majority rules. Oh my <laughs> fucking God, man. This is bullshit. This my is beef is just why you spell W. You spell it W. With the letter, yeah. Um, to be fair, on Wikipedia, uh, the phonetic spelling, spelling is double and then the letter U. So you're right there. You if have to spell it with the word double, which is unique in the alphabet. I don't understand why you're upset about it, but... I, I, because why does it get shafted, man? Like, why does, does it get, get, w get nothing? Yeah, like... So you're arguing on the side of W, like you're in W's corner. I am too, but I just think it's an idiotic <laughs> thing to ask somebody how to spell a letter. I'm sorry. If you said, how do you spell this phonetically, that would have... I wouldn't have, like, you wouldn't have got a 10-second pause. But I explained it after the fact. Stop getting rocked up in that. The, the fact is, phonetically spelling a double U is spelled double D-O-U-B-L-E-U. -U. That's fucking wild. And then I'm mad about just the copyright infringement, like, because they couldn't give it its own fucking letter. It has its own letter. But it's not You're really. talking about phonetically, though. Oh, my God. But it's a double U that makes a double U. It's not its own letter. It's comprised of the same letter twice. You're talking about how you pronounce something versus I'm, what the I'm actual done. letter I'm, is. I'm fucking done. Next topic. I'm done. I'm sorry. All right. Next topic. Something near and dear to my heart. Um, baby Bjorns. Now, here's the thing about Baby Bjorns, okay? They were, like, really popular at some point, but then Piers Morgan tried to talk shit about James Bond. I don't know. It was very weird. I don't know if you saw this. It's a no, whole thing. No, I didn't see that. I don't, watch, I don't watch Piers Morgan. I don't watch Piers Morgan either, but sometimes he does something so stupid that it crops on up to the top, you know? Mm. So... <laughs> anyway, he talked shit about uh, Daniel Craig rocking a baby Bjorn and saying that it's not like masculine and blah, 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 blah. And I don't know I if mean, I really want to get into that, just so much baby Bjorns in general. Like, how do you feel about baby Bjorns, Max? I think that it's probably the best hands-free way to carry a baby that I can think of. It's like a baby Bluetooth is what you're saying. It's like kind of, you have yeah. all the full range mobility, but with Yeah, like you can still, you, you can be mobile, you can gesticulate, uh, you, you can make points and still be safely carrying a baby as opposed to letting the baby sit on the floor or do whatever babies do when you're not holding them. Um, I'm fully in support of baby Bjorns. I think it's a, it's a smart idea. Uh, nobody's getting hurt. Um, and uh, Piers Morgan uh, should not be even making an issue out of it. Right. I have but, like why, why is he like calling people out for like masculinity? I don't know. He's a dumb Brit. I mean, like literally he is a guy who I think lit like he's Ted Cruz for England. Like he wants 
to be the villain. You know, he purposely says shit to be stupid. That's not the but point. But what's his argument? It's his argument that, like, just the fact that a man is using a baby Bjorn is not masculine. Right. Because you could be like, I'm a man. I got my baby. I got my hands free. I'm getting so, shit done. I'm, exactly. You know what I mean? You can make right. the argument that you're more productive and you've got your baby. So you're, do you know what I mean? My argument is, is it's letting parents do the bare minimum to be close with their kids. Like, Imagine if you just strapped him in that baby Bjorn, but just ignored the shit out of him, you know? Like, you're, you're, you're technically holding your child. But Why would you want to do that, though? Because they're so close to your face know, there. Manipulation. Like... <laughs> Sometimes exactly. you want to manipulate the fuck out of that kid. You got to let him know from the, like, the day one, you know? <laughs> Life's going to fuck you over. People are you're always going to be gonna so close to a thing you love, but it's not going to love you back. Right? Yeah. That's what you're saying. Um, I'm pro baby Bjorn, but for the other things you can hold in them in them mostly like dogs puppies i've seen watermelons watermelons all, all like kinds of fruits really and a baby um, bjorn just like this isn't my natural state <laughs> he'd be a very docile dog i don't know if that happens but i don't know man like i said i just think it's going to lead to a lot of like absentee parents who are there that's their that's their scapegoat like they're going to be like i was there every step of the way you never left I mean, my do, side do you have any evidence to support that that, that it's going to lead he to was the, an increase in absentee parenting do you think that in buying a baby bjorn the parent is going to become more absentee or is it already being marketed to and bought by people who want to be more absentee parents well it's a little column a little column b max obviously the people who are already there are it's a little chicken egg situation for me yeah. i think people buy them because they're like how am i going to hold my wine and or coffee and hold a baby at the same right time? i think that but it's leading to another like uh, you know evolutionary problem which is like we're supposed to hold our kids and muscle uh, mass and and if we stop doing that and like what the argument <laughs> you just made he like skipped like 17 steps he's like hold your kid muscle and mass muscle <laughs> <laughs> this is how he argues, by the way, about everything. No, I mean, it's like, yeah. it's since human history, we've been doing the baby workout, you know, just getting ripped, holding babies. <sighs> you're, you're talking shit, but it's real. You're talking shit, but it's real, okay? That was the original fucking, you know, workout regiment back in caveman times, and... That, that was what they did for recreation and exercise, was hold babies? That's all they could do. I mean, was that and like fucking fight snakes? Were they like one like did they have a lot of muscles on one side from the baby holding? Or? Yeah, they, every woman in a caveman time was like the Jay Hernandez character in that M Night Shyamalan movie where he just worked out one arm the whole yeah. time. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> like that's what every single woman. I don't, looked like. I don't think I saw that one. Uh, I like think it was in the water. Or something? Yeah, in the water. Yeah, there's like a character who works out only one side of his body. That's fucking stupid. He's ripped on one side, bro. He's so ripped. But only on the one side. That just that just reeks of like a writer struggling to come up with a, a compelling or like interesting quirky character. Right. Well, it was a rough I'm, time. <laughs> it was a rough time. I'm a big defender of that movie because I think that's exactly what that's about. Is about struggling. Yes, like the whole movie. He made about himself that. a writer. I know he did. See, he the problem is we can't create. really talk about this because Max hasn't seen okay, it. Okay, you need to watch this movie so you can so we can talk about this another show. I agree. Like it, it might, you know, we were talking about our movie show, like really weird fucking movies by decent directors. That's a weird movie because it's bad, but it's not like this horrific. Like the like the happening is horrifically terrible. We can agree. Lady in the Water has like some really interesting ideas in a terrible movie. Like it's it really, it's a fascinating watch. So I do, plus you got Giamatti in there, you know what I mean? Being Giamatti, 
right after that Oscar, I think. That's one. That's one point in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> that's all you need is one point. Yeah, man. That's all you got. All right. So how do we feel about Baby Bjorns? I, I mean, I think they're fine. I think I support them. Yeah, I think this is a unanimous decision. You can use them for ill or for, or for you know, good. Right. Except I'm going to say it's a unanimous decision, but fucking 20,000 years from now, we're all fucking frail-ass people. Can't hold our babies' big-ass heads anymore. Like, That's muscle mass. Because Just muscle think mass. think about how many more babies you could hold if you also had a baby Bjorn. Yeah, you could have you two could, babies. Yeah, have a baby here, baby here, baby here. Three babies. Can you, wait, do they make backpacks you can put babies in? Probably. Do they have babies? You just get like two baby Bjorns, one in back, one in front. <laughs> do you have a total, a total of four babies? Probably. Maybe See, what I want Maybe they have is, double Bjorns. I want the baby Bjorn that like they made for like. Remember that part in The Simpsons where Apu has like eight kids and he opens up his like trench coat and there's like mm-hmm. six kids in the trench coat. I want that on both sides, like wingspan, baby Bjorn. You can have twelve kids. Why would you be opening your trench coat to show the like? Are you selling the babies? Like, what's happening? <laughs> You're keeping them warm, like little But tortillas. like you're opening it up, like you, like some guys got some watches and shit, and they're like, "Which one of these babies?" Well, you're like are? a sex offender on top of it. So what you're doing is you're flashing people. You know what I mean? At the same, you're time. flashing people. You're selling babies. And selling babies. Well, the babies that have possibly been molested. Listen, like, what is happening you're in this assuming, narrative? You're assuming. Wow, that this went this went off the rails like right just, away. I mean, you said he was a sex offender. Well, yeah, because he's flashing unsuspecting people, like of age human beings that aren't. So children. he's naked under this trench coat. Why? And he has a bunch of babies under there too. Well, and he's just like, hey. This guy there. Like, well, no, hold on. He's got breakaway clothes when it's fucking covered up. Are and- these children his? <laughs> yes, of course. He had like How what's twelve deca deca tuplets or some shit. You know, like whatever ten is. Quince time two, right? <laughs> I don't know. Sure. <laughs> sure. I don't know where this came from, and I don't like it. I'm just saying evolution. Were you ever carried in a baby Bjorn? I don't think baby Bjorns existed when I was little. When did they? Are you sure? I think that's like a 1997 product. I'm not looking it up. I didn't ask you to. I just asked you to have an opinion. <laughs> he doesn't care about it enough. To oh, it. sweet Jesus! All right. Well, I think we. I think we agree. Majority rules, right? All majority rules. Awesome. All right. Cool. Uh, so this one's near and dear to my heart as well because I don't like him. Uh, <laughs> Everything that's near and dear to his heart is something he hates. Yeah, I don't like Christmas lights. I think Christmas lights are fucking stupid. Jesus goddamn Christ. What do you mean, You're Jesus goddamn Christ? God damn don't say Jesus goddamn Christ on the fucking season of our Lord's fucking birth. How are you going to take his name? Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. Right. I'm so sorry. On our Lord's birth, I, I know how Lord. important the Lord is to you. I apologize. That was offensive. Uh, I withdraw. All right. Thank <laughs> you. you win. You win. All right. Christmas lights are terrible. All right. No. I, what I really mean by it is that, like, first of all, it's work. You got to put them up. That sucks. Number two, it sucks when you're in like a neighborhood because then when like your 80 year old neighbors do it, the pressure's really on because you're young and able bodied, right? Like, like if they could fucking get some lights up on a roof somehow. I'm pretty sure their children. Did I'm that. sure their children did it, but their children are like six. Some experience about your neighbors, right? Yes. yes. Right. Oh, and they have Christmas lights and you're just sitting here with no lights. Oh, like, we, like, we, we strive to keep our house lights off just so someone doesn't assume that we have some kind of holiday spirit. Um, actually, I like Christmas lights a lot, but Me too. I, I find them very peaceful and nice. soft. You know, I think it's bullshit, man. I think it's bullshit. I think it's people 
Like, oh, we're going to put a bunch of lights on the outside of our house. Look how, look how great everything is. Look how special our house is and how neighborly we are. Meanwhile, like, these fuckers wouldn't talk to me in a store because uh, everyone in the suburbs is racist. I feel like your larger problem here is not with the lights. It's with the concept of a neighborhood. No, 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 no. Christmas lights are a big thing because they're, they're the perpetrator. They're like this fucking... Um, so side argument, Dolores, do you agree with what I just said? I do. Uh, There's no side argument. This is a fucking yeah, majority rules on argument poker. You can't have a side bet. Yes, like, it is. Now we're talking about neighbors. Well, uh, I, I vote that we can have side bets. Dolores, are you okay with that? Okay. I'm bringing, we're bringing two more people on the show, <laughs> <laughs> and they're going to be like two of my appointees. Like, I'm going to make sure the votes are Anybody that you would choose. <clears throat> Um, I mean, look, the, the problem is, like, I don't like Christmas lights, one, because here's the thing. First of all, pick a fucking concept, either colored lights or white lights, but you can't do both because it looks like shit, okay? Number two, like, what happened to classy? What happened to minimalism? What happened to less is fucking more, all right? Like, I mean, you can say that with any decoration, though. Like, maybe you're just against the concept of decorating, like, I don't know. Like, like that's the thing. Like, you, you get 24 crayons in a box. You can go nuts with, like, all the crazy neon colors, or you can keep it understated. Like, you, it depends on the person. Hey, but I'm not against crayons. They're just a tool. I mean, I don't like that you're poking fun at it. Like, dude, it's the idea that it's this bullshit. It's, 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 it's a, it's a, it's fuck. It's, <laughs> that's what it's a, it's a, it's a. I'm just really mad about this. It, it's it's a misrepresentation of who the people are. Number How one, do you know that, and though? because it's like, oh, it's Christmas. Oh, white snow and lights. There's still fucking homeless people under the bridge. Oh, you know God. what I mean? Like, like. Okay, just, Christian, you're never allowed to experience any joy of any kind because there are homeless people under the bridge. Listen, I agree. Are we fine with that? No, I like. Okay, like let's just be honest. Let's turn this into a therapy let's not, thing. Let's not celebrate anybody's success or joy. I or agree. Happiness Listen, I feel guilty anytime I feel comfortable or if I feel happy that about seems stuff. Like a problem. Like, you should talk about with your therapist. I agree, but Max um, is my yes, therapist. Yes, side bet. I also agree with you, Dolores. Thank you. Uh, like just rules. because. Yeah, I mean, God, there's always going to be terrible, horrible shit in the world. The only thing that you can do as a person is, A, try to help with that as best as you can. Or put Christmas or lights B, up. Or B, give yourself something. Because you know what? To help other people, I think you have to feel okay enough yourself to do that. Right? To help other people, you just help other people. Okay. Very rarely do you need to put Christmas lights up I think up when people are people. very, I think, I'm going to argue with you here. I think when people are really depressed and feel shitty about themselves, and they don't want to get up and go outside or do things, like, how are they going to fucking help anyone else if they can't fucking, like, feel okay enough to, like, go out into the world? I'm not saying Christmas lights are the fucking cure for depression. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying that, like, they bring people joy. A lot of people who put Christmas lights up have kids, and the kids get to hang them up with them. And, like, that's a family thing. And, like, people love that. And that's fine. You don't want to do it. You want a house to be black, pitch black. That's fine as pitch well. Pitch black. Black is my soul. <laughs> I don't care. Like, I don't that's care. Don't he also uh, hates, like, it's, like, all holidays. Like, I love, like, like little tiny pumpkins, like, mm -hmm. little gourds. And he's like, you're not buying another fucking gourd for this house. And I'm like, it brings me fucking joy. I hate it. He's I hate a joy it. killer. Be a pumpkin or be nothing at all. Being a little pumpkin is like, fuck you, guy. Like, get your shit together. Like, you, like we can't carve a face into you. Not really. Like, you, you are that's basically it. worthless. Like, that's what a gourd is. It does nothing for society, man. So just a naturally occurring uh, thing. You have a problem with that now. I don't like it. Like at least W, that, that was something that was invented by people. But this is just something that grows in the wild. And you're like, be a pumpkin or be nothing. <laughs> it doesn't have a choice. It's just there. And she likes them. It brings her joy. 
I mean, I should bring her joy. The dog should bring her joy. Why does a fucking inanimate object that you can't do anything with bring her joy? I do lots of. I carry I used to carry one around me when I was younger all the time. It was comforting. It was like you know, a toy. It was like a toy when I was. It was a, kid. a toy. You talked to a pumpkin as a I kid. I mean, I talked to lots of things as a kid. Did but, it talk back? <laughs> I can't recall it ever talking back, but that doesn't mean it didn't. If Gord's all secretly talked, it would really it'd be sway like my a real, it might be a Toy back. Story situation, except with <laughs> like, Gord's. Like Gord came to life. It's not just Christmas lights too, though. Like he has, like he told me the other day, he's like, I think I was born without the gene that people have who like like Christmas because he's a fucking Grinch. Like he doesn't want to put up a tree in the house. He doesn't want to do anything. Like, well, that's not true. I always want to put up Charlie Brown's tree because it, I, I, rep, I like identify with it. You know what I mean? I love that little tree. It's beautiful and it's sadness. Like the whole, but that's Charlie Brown in general. It's like the most depressing down tempo jazz with happy lyrics from kids. Like everything's dead outside. So he wants the presents, but nothing else. Oh, I love the presents. <laughs> the presents are the shit. He's okay with the presents. It's just like a universally decided upon day where you get free shit. That's all Christmas is to you. Yeah, it's my birthday in the winter. Like that's the only thing I think about, man. You know, it sucks. I got to give other people shit too. So it's like when growing up was Christmas like a big deal in your household? I don't think so. I mean, like well, I didn't have a stocking until I was with her, and then she got yeah, that. I feel like that kind of explains it because I think like the majority of people like Christmas because of the associations they have with their own childhood, and then it's something they pass on to their children as well. Um, you don't have those associations. So Christmas is a different thing for you. I think it's also though, like, and all three of us are the same. So it's interesting that you guys don't feel this. It's like Florida. Like we don't get snow in Florida. So like my first, you know, like seven or eight Christmases, I had snow, sure. Mm -hmm. And then after that, like all my young memories associated with Christmas, it's like 70 degrees outside and shit. You know what I mean? Like, um, you know, Santa know. Claus doesn't care what the climate is, you know? He's going to make sure the oh, good kids get, get their presents. Also, get there. when I was a kid in Florida, like, I, I grew up in Florida, my mom used to fucking, like, spray the windows with that fake snow that you can get. Yes, your mom's exceptional. We know your mom was <laughs> fucking incredible. She was incredible, and I didn't care about the 70 degrees. It did feel like Christmas to me. Yeah, yeah was, same, same in my, my house. Yeah, yeah. see? So you were great. No, when, it, when we were in Virginia, <laughs> Jeff would, this is a sweet Jeff story, he would take the, uh, the fake... Uh, frost like spray the one that i just spoke about just when you weren't listening to me 60 seconds no ago, no, 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 no no not that one no it was because that's on the window panes there's another one for like the tree like you put it on the tree to make it seem like there's snow on i think the it's tree. the same product oh, is it well yeah. i don't know i thought it'd be different for windows and <laughs> trees and uh, plastic trees i thought they'd be different i'm sorry he's envisioning a whole line of things all right so should we should we open it up to just holiday themed decorating like then where does that where does that end because like what if people are like, I want to celebrate Columbus Day, and they dress like Columbus, right? That's well, offensive. he's a fucking. And then that is their product, you know, like that. That's on them. Good, good for them, I guess, for getting in the spirit. I don't know. I mean, what do you have to pick Columbus Day? He's such a fucking asshole. Okay. Okay, yeah, Arbor Day. Someone dresses like a tree. They dress like a ficus. What do you, you know think? what? If they that that's actually like a really you know good holiday. You know, like it's strong message. You know, trees. So it's he's coming out pro tree. I support that. Yeah. He's spreading awareness, tree awareness. All right, that was a bad example, right? <laughs> right? No, it's true. These trees are good. Trees are good. Trees equal good. life. All right, hold on. Let me get what about on. flag day? Oh, yeah, fuck a flag day. I'd fuck a flag day right in the face if I could, all right? Like, fuck, like what, why? Why is there a day for flags? And why do we get it off? Do we get it off? No. We used to get it off. Mm. I think so. I, I don't think I've ever met anybody who's celebrated flag day. 
you like, can count except the U.S. government, man. You can count me as a person you've met who celebrated Flag Day. We you did it in college once. You, you know why though? We were just being lazy. We had a bunch of like little toothpicks and a bunch of cheese left over from a party, and we just put random flags from other countries on. <laughs> we got this cheese. We got a cheese surplus. Cheese. I feel like we got tiny that's the. That, that's the opposite of lazy, Dolores. You got to give yourself some credit. You repurposed some little cheese sticks uh, into something that it's celebrated a holiday in a yeah. way that I've never heard of anyone doing. So <laughs> you had cheese lemon and you made cheese lemonade. And I made I'm cheese lemonade. Yeah, there yeah. you go. All right. So I mean, but so you're basically it doesn't matter with the holiday. You're you're saying I'm in the wrong here. Like that. I I'm just waiting for you to bring up one reasonable argument. Um, brought all of it up i mean i just think it's bullshit it's like it's like you know what i'll appeal to you because i gotta speak on your language okay christmas lights are the beginning of blue velvet it is the outward appearance that everything is beautiful and everything's fine and everything's white picket fence and shit and then you have a goddamn heart attack on your front lawn and the camera pans underneath and there's ants everywhere that's what Christmas lights are, man. Yeah, but but you can you can make that broad argument about anything, like people who dress up nice. Like we're all gonna die one day. Why do we build? Why do we care? Fucking skyscrapers. Why do we climb mountains? Do we hate nature? Who knows? But the point is, like, we still do things. Like well, at that point, bad. at that point, you're being basically. Well, at that point, you're basically coming out against any activity whatsoever. Because what's the point? We're all awful underneath. Well, no, I, I, the exact opposite. It's like, well, it's the Camus of it all, right? Like, if life is meaningless, then the only thing that matters. This is like, what's the Firefly quote, right? If nothing we do matters, then all that matters is what we do. It's the same thing. Like, that's a basic tenet of that, which is like, only the things that you find important uh, that are great. And maybe that's a subjective thing, because I don't find it important, but someone else does. But I'm the exactly. ruler of my world, so everything is rulers of theirs, device. right? So I feel like you just came around to the other side of this thing. You know what? It doesn't matter, because after all this, he's still going to drive me around to look at Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> because that's the majority rules this. I'm a wonderful fucking fiance, and I'll take you around to look at Christmas. Can we magnify my face? Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, I, didn't, I want you to magnify on that grimace that she did when I said I was a wonderful fiance. Um, all right, well, I'm going to stick on my side, but y'all motherfuckers can gang up against me because that's all you ever do. I mean, I'm not um, sure that's true. Bitches. Majority rules. I got two more, and then I'll turn it over to you fuckers. All right. Um, 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 uh, he just said Jesus. He thinks you're going on. Oh, do you want me to stop? I can stop. No. Let's stop. Go, go Let's ahead. stop. Max, do you want to stay? You want to, you want to majority rules whether we should stop or not? You no, fucker. Continue. Please That's continue. That's what I we thought. calling me a fucker. All right, listen, Chia Pets. I have some strong feelings about Chia Pets. I'll Chia tell you why. Pets. Were you with me when we saw this on TV? No? I don't know if I was. I don't know where I was. All right, so I was I was somewhere and there was something on TV and I saw Chia. Oh, yeah, it was, with, uh, it was at lunch the other day with all the people. And so on the TV screen, you know they've been running that same Chia Pet commercial for about 25 years now, right? Like just the same basic Wait, was it one. A head or was it a chia head? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Well, that's the point. This was a chia head. Yeah, they've had those for years. No, 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 but they had new ones, bro. <laughs> they had they had uh, the kid from Stranger Things, like with the curly hair. Oh, man, they is. just the chia pet grew out of his hair. They had a Rick from Rick and Morty. Like chia pet trying to go hard on the millennial market and shit. Um, and I just remember always being like, what the fuck's up with a chia are, pet? Are Why they would... trying to like break into that Funko Pop market? It seems like it. Dude. Plants. 
Yeah, they're going to have like the limited edition numbers on the plants and shit like that. There was literally there there was like Venom from the new fucking the Spider-Man movie or whatever. Like it's just, it's crazy. And so my point is this, like in lieu of real plants, like what? Like why is it a pet? Like what are we calling it a pet for? Yeah. Is this like a starter pet? Like is this like what parents use to be like, "Oh, you can have a dog if you can take care of this chia pet for the next 6 months." <laughs> like is that what it's used like, for? Like what are those things that the yeah. Tamagotchis? Tamagotchis. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Is it like that? Like what's I think it's like some tacky shit that old people see because they're retired and they go, oh, that's funny, and they get a good chuckle out of it, and then they buy it, and then they die eventually. God damn. <laughs> he went real dark. With yeah, that. you went dark, man. So you're against Chia Pets. You're- the only person I've ever met who had a Chia Pet was my great aunt Marie, um, and she got like a whole bunch of them, and then she died, as people are wont to do. What happened to those Chia Pets? They uh, died as well. <laughs> you couldn't honor the woman in her fucking death? <laughs> and just take care of her chia pets? Jesus Christ, Max. That's like the bare minimum you could have done, and you just let it wither away. That shit was tacky. <laughs> <laughs> like, listen, I'm all about respecting legacies, but not at the, not at the expense of tact. It's all about tact. decorating, but it can't be tacky. See, I don't, I don't want a freaking clay hedgehog just sitting in my house. I mean, that sounds cool. I attracting bugs. Okay, listen, with Chia Pet as a concept, be way cooler if it was none of this frilly shit. It was just like, hey, look, you water it, it's already, the seed's already in there, this is a way to have, like, quick plants, whatever. It's the yes. fact that they have the Stranger Kids thing fucking in Rick and Morty's head. That's where Yeah, like, uh, yeah, it's mainly, like, the clay sculpture element that's throwing me off. Like, I, the idea of a plant in your house is great. Like, plants are good for you. Uh, you know, it's just the other part. You don't have to advertise to. for plants, though, right? People just go fucking get plants when they want them. Yeah. I have a problem with plants you know I mean? because I, you know, I saw this video that was talking about wait, how. Wait, wait, wait! You you have a problem with plants? Yeah. Listen. So we're gonna kind of turn back to Shyamalan for a second oh because the happening is dumb of a movie as it is. Like the, the science behind it is like it's interesting because there are like these videos you can find on YouTube and shit of plants shifting, right? Like plants moving from side to side. Uh, like, that tree was talking in the happening, though. The tree didn't talk in the happening. Or, what, no, Mark, what Mark movie? Wall, no, Mark, Mark Wahlberg was talking to the tree. Well, yeah, he yeah. was trying to plead for the tree. He was like, he was a representative of the, the impending fucking disaster. He was trying to like bargain with him. That makes sense to me. If the tree talked, that'd be different. That was the worst part of that movie. Anyway, my my point is this: like, and I think Hannibal did an episode with it too, where they're explaining that like fungus is a living stimuli. Like it will, it like it reaches out for you, man. And so plants, like, they, they will straight up surround you. They, they'll come after you. And they talk about that swamp thing, remember? Mm-hmm. Like, there are all these things, right? So they, we, we look at them as, like, these passive, like, beautiful, docile things. But uh, the, every post-apocalyptic movie and shit like that was, like, five years later. And shit's already grown over, man. Because they, they're, not wa- they're not wasting any time. You know, like we're waging a war against the plants every day. He's every time we mow, plants. yeah. Every time we mow a fucking lawn. No, I'm saying we need to stop this war. We need to learn to live with them, and also so, tell so them to not anti-plant. You're anti-human. I'm anti. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Like, look, there's more of them than us. When they mobilize, we're fucked. Okay, like we need we need to get on the same page. We need to call a truce now. We also need them to cut themselves because that's my beef, right? Big tall grass. You got snakes. You got bugs. I don't like bugs. We need to end chia pets. We need to say. end chia pets. <laughs> I don't know how that's related, but we need they're to end. plants. No, I get it, we but can't, like, like 
they're contained plants. I'm talking about the outside world, man. So chia pets are fine, but the outside world is not fine. Right. I think chia pets are actually a go. I was against it in the beginning, but I talked myself into it. Because it's a it's a it's a plant you can control. Look you know what I mean? Like I just This is a classic <laughs> man versus nature, right? Like this now you're saying we have to control nature. I'm just saying we need to make peace with nature. Those avatar films, they had some meaning behind <laughs> it, right? Like and then we, we gotta make Avatar it. into the mix to support your argument. Like well, I am way. Yeah. I was talking about the ocean. Ah, that's fuck. the only that's thing different... Avatar might be useful for. Yeah, that's the yeah, that's it. That's that's the one time. <laughs> that until legitimate uh, legitimate uh, legitimize rather, what is it, papyrus, that fucking text? Right? And now oh, I thought you were gonna say legitimize Sam Worthington, because he hasn't been seen since. <laughs> <laughs> I think James Cameron literally has him locked in a basement somewhere. Just you know, in a like... green screen room, just like with a bunch of dots all over him. He's like, just every day of his life in the last 10 years is just yeah. getting Jesus. shouted at through a bullhorn by James Cameron, who's like 500 yards away. Listen, to make my point, the next Avatar movie is going to be about plants taking over the fucking world. They got to go into the sea. All right. So Avatar is supporting my thesis here. I hate to, like, it's a bad witness. It's like, you know, when you go to court, you got the most unreliable person to be your character witness. That's kind of what I got going on here. But it's still a witness, bro. I didn't come with nobody. You know like, what? Like his way of winning an argument is to make his argument so damn squirrely that you don't know what the hell he's actually I'm talking about. I'm a slippery bastard. Okay. I was actually going to ask you, like, what is your argument at this point? I've completely lost the thread here. You started out talking about chia pets, but I'm not even sure if you're pro or anti. I'm pro and chia now, pet, anti regular plant. Because chia pets you can control, other plants you can't. Right. But I mean, you're we also saying you're also saying though that we need to stop waging a war on plants. Right, a peaceful war. Like if they if they decide to regulate themselves, then yeah, it's peaceful. Otherwise, the bloodshed will continue. Change who you are. <laughs> yeah, change who you are. Be murdered. Yeah. So, so the onus is on the plants yeah. to improve, yes. uh, and then maybe we'll have a conversation about uh, not continuing to rape the environment. Well, no, if they start, they start cutting themselves and not growing wild, we'll stop fucking with shit. That's the rule. That's a, that's a square deal. Very on the other side of the fence on this. Uh, me too, me too, me too. Wait, what side is that? I don't know what the sides are anymore. If you don't know what side you're on, then there's a problem. Um, whatever side you're on, I'm, I'm on the opposite one. That's how I, yeah, yeah, I agree with Max. So did I lose every single majority rule? You lost so all of it. Is, you got except Baby Bjorns. I think we were good with Baby Bjorns. Do you got anything else? Yeah, I got one last one. Um, and this is just because when I was 16, this was a big deal. And I thought about it the other day. And I'm like, that's kind of fucked up. So uh, Pluto, how do we feel about Pluto, y'all? Like, like the planet? Yeah, the planet. I think it's a wonderful little celestial body, you know? Just... Do you think it, it's like the Anita Hill of planets? Like it got fucking smeared and drilled. I could say Hillary Clinton. That's oh my fine. God. Like the Hillary Clinton of planets. Like it just got smeared through the fucking mud, delegitimized. Like it's just Isn't a hard- Wasn't Anita Hill like molested? Like that's a different story. Harassed. Okay. Harassed, maybe molested. Like I don't physically know. Harassed? Yeah, physically. I don't know. What? What about? Why would you bring up Anita Hill? Anyway, so listen. How do we feel about Pluto as a planet? Because it should be a planet. Shouldn't be a planet. It's little. Is it like representative of like the, the Rocky underdog story? Like you know, I, I think about Pluto and I'm like, that's my original nine. It feels weird that there's only eight now. It's a planet again. No, it's not. Are you sure? Yeah. 
I can't keep up with it's coming. In. I, you were right. The other, a couple months back, they were like, it's a planet again. Oh, that was like a fake thing. It was like an onion article, wasn't it? Well, you should have checked the sources. God damn it. Can we just call it a planet? Can we agree? I mean, I, I just, I wanted more debate on the planet itself, I guess. But if no one has any fucking strong opinions about it, it's fine. I, 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 just, I just don't care. I'm going to be honest. If, if, if you were to tell me like, hey, we have video evidence of Pluto being like a conscious being that feels left out, then maybe I'd have some other feelings. But it's just a fucking rock floating around. I don't, I don't give a shit. Why do you say that, man? You have no imagination, Max. Did you know that it rains rocks on Titan, bro? Like the laws and physics and shit that we apply here that we think is impossible. Anything's possible on Pluto, bro. It's a fucking ice planet, son. It's hot. Come on, man. Okay. Get more fired up. Like it, It'll continue being what it is, whether we call it a planet or a celestial body. It's just oh, doing what it do. It wow. don't care. It's not concerning itself wow. with these petty matters. Okay, let me make a fucking uh, immigration fucking metaphor here. Because you're just like, you're basically saying like, oh, it's going to still be what it is, even if we don't give it citizenship. Fuck you, man. Like, you're, 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 don't laugh. You know what I'm talking about. This is how it fucking starts. First, they came for Pluto, and I said nothing because I wasn't Pluto. And then they're going to take all of our planets away because big planets don't like they're that shit. Take all of our planets away. <laughs> Go away. Who profits? Who profits, Christian? Uh, who does profit? That's a great question. We got to follow the fucking money, man. Like we got to chase Fo- By all means, I want you to actually follow the money. You oh, so it's my it endeavor alone. You're not Yeah, gonna- because you're the one making the argument. You yeah, because someone has to. The money. Someone has to be the so- guy. This is like the Manchurian candidate. With fucking <laughs> so you planet. just burst into a room, make a wild proclamation, and leave it to the rest of us to figure it out. <laughs> yes! Is, is that what you're saying? Yeah, I fucking walk. I come in like a wrecking ball. I drop an A-bomb. I get the fuck out of there, bro. It's up for you to figure out what happened. So what's your question, though? Do you, you're asking us, <laughs> do we think Pluto is a planet or should be a planet? Or are you just asking us how we feel about Pluto? Yeah, I guess what I'm saying is it should be. Thank you. It's a two-parter. It's a two-parter. How do you feel about it? And regardless of how you feel about it, because you could you could say, I think Pluto should suck a dick, but it should be a planet. I'll defend to my death the right for it to be a planet. So yeah, how do you feel about Pluto? And then should it be a planet? Max seems like he doesn't give a fuck about anything because he's a goddamn cold bastard. He's a nihilist. I'm, I just think that <laughs> the idea of like the classification of a planet is just not interesting to me. I don't care. Pluto is fine, regardless of what I'm, you do. I, 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 I just think that it's, it's just a hallmark of the human race's hubris to think that we can deign something, a planet or a celestial body, and even be having this conversation. It's going to continue just uh, orbiting until... So what you want is for us to be anti-science, to stop exploring, to stop naming things, to not... Because that's the whole point, right? Every planet we found, we, we named it. So we were like, hey, we know what the fuck that thing is and all those moons around it, we named that. You're telling me that Jupiter's like, don't fucking name me. My name's not Jupiter, motherfucker. It's Steve. And that's not Titan. That's Henry. You know what I mean? Like, like what are you talking about, man? We get, you're telling us not to give a fuck and not to classify things. Like, it's very anti-science. Why are these planets men? That's my question. Well, they're gods, right? Aren't they all the Roman gods? I'm sure. I mean, you just said Steve and Henry. I'm just saying. Oh, I agree. Henrietta. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> real. It could be a woman's name. Check your fucking planet privilege, bro. <laughs> like, you're getting on my nerves over here. I feel good about Pluto. Whether like it's Pluto. a planet or a celestial body, I feel good about it. But, but do you want it to be a planet? I want it to be whatever it wants to be. 
<laughs> like it's, it's the trans fucking it's symbol. Free, of... It has its own free, like just whatever it feels like being. It's fine with me. <sighs> this wasn't as explosive. I... Yeah, I, I support it either way, I guess. I don't, I don't, I you wishy-washy it. motherfuckers. There's no majority here. You're like, <laughs> it could be, it could not be. It's up to it. Like, uh, I'm upset. Whatever. <laughs> There's no majority rules on this shit. What do you got? You have majority rules? What you got? I kind of want to ask you guys what you think about saying I'm sorry when you're not really sorry. Oh, you tricky bitch. <laughs> I love you, but you tricky bitch. Because I feel like a lot of times people just say that, right? So if something bad happens to, not bad, but like something happens to a friend of yours, right? Oh, I was late to work for, because the trains are garbage and, you know, it's two hours late, right? And you say to people, oh, I'm sorry. Some people get really offended when you say I'm sorry and you don't really mean it. Or some people don't even want you to say that you're sorry to them because it's like not your fault. Right. So like let's just say like one of your friends tells you, Oh, like I I'm, you know, my relationship is over. And you say I'm sorry. And they're like, No, I don't want your sorry. Like don't tell don't don't feel sorry for me. Like, what is that about? Like, do you guys think it's cool to say that? Like, do you think it's not cool? I don't know. I think yeah. <laughs> it depends on the situation. Yeah. Um, when somebody, like, I, I say sorry all the time because it's usually just using, like, basic empathy to think, like, how would I feel if I went through that? That would suck. Hey, I'm sorry you went through that. Um, and if someone's ever like, oh, well, it's not your fault, ha-ha, it's like, yes, I know, but I'm <laughs> like, I'm sorry for the situation. Yeah. Sorry you went through that. And then usually they're like, okay, thanks for your concern, and I move on with my life. But... Uh, in terms of like saying I'm sorry without meaning it, uh, it, it, it depends. Sometimes like in social situations, you just got to like get over that hurdle and move on. Uh, or in workplace situations, you just got to like, sometimes you got to say I'm sorry, even if you're not. You know, right. sometimes in conflict resolution, you got to say I'm sorry just in order to move on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, are... so I, think, I think it's a good way to just, uh, you know, not get bogged down. Yeah, those are those are like two separate scenarios because uh, like you're saying, yeah, like I, I think it's weird if anyone would get shitty with you for being sorry or empathetic in general. I think maybe this is a, like a maybe it's a gender thing because I've experienced it most often when I talk to other women. Like they they tell me that they don't want me to say that that I'm sorry to them. They don't want my they think of it as pity, right? Mm. So even even if I mean it in the way they they think I do or not, it doesn't matter. Like they they're like, oh, you're sorry. It's just you having pity on me. It's not anything that I'm looking for. So maybe that doesn't happen as often with men. I mean, I don't really know. It might be a, it might be a gender thing, but it's it followed me around my whole life, and it's just I've wondered: is this a thing? Should I stop saying it? Well, I, I think it's just weird because me saying I'm sorry is me trying to show genuine concern. They're taking it as a slight, right? They're taking oh. it as an insult, which is very strange to me. So that says more about that person, I think. But in the other scenario, it's just like, yeah, sometimes, listen, you got to be the bigger person. You got to say, yo, I'm sorry, even if you don't mean it, because yeah. it's not worth the larger relationship, right? Like, Max, we've been friends for fucking ever. There have been plenty of times where I've been annoying to you or some shit. And like we've been fighting and you've said you're sorry and or I've said I'm sorry, just so we can get the fuck over it. Like yeah. regardless of whether in the moment we agreed with that or not. So right. I think that that's a really important thing because otherwise you can just hold the dumbest fucking grudges in the world and they're not indicative of how much you actually care about that person. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, now, if you're talking about like some kind of like fucking sociopath who's just saying like, I'm sorry, but inside feeling absolutely nothing and just like being a fucking 
liar or whatever. And that's a different situation, obviously. Like there are compulsive liars, you know, out there or people who just don't goddamn feel anything or don't give a shit about people who say I'm sorry just to move on to. I, I don't know. I kind of for the most part. Go ahead. Oh, go. No, I, I'm pretty much done. I was just going to say, I kind of think it's a thing that we're conditioned to do. Like when I, because the way I framed it, I know I'm kind of talking about two different things, but I said it the way I did because I feel like we say that in that, those words and they don't really have any meaning or they have, or they have different meaning. Do you know what I mean? It's just the, it's like a, you are, it's, it's a pleasant, it's a pleasantry, right? It's like, oh, I'm not, ugh, I'm so tired today. I'm sorry. Or, oh, I don't feel well. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you know what I mean? Like how yeah. sorry are you really? Is it just the thing that you say? Maybe it's, maybe that's why people get offended because they feel it's a perfunctory thing. You're not, you're not really listening. You don't really care. You're trying to say, I'm sorry, blanket statement, get the fuck over it. Don't feel what you feel. And whether that's what we actually mean or not, but maybe that's yeah. how it's perceived and maybe that's why people get mad about it. Yeah, I mean, I think it's probably it because the way the word's been used so often that people mm -hmm. associate those feelings with it no matter what, even if you are genuinely sorry that they're experiencing something bad. Well, let me ask you a question because yeah. you're the, you're our female representation. <laughs> no, but you said that you think it's a gender thing and I wonder, it's like, do you think that that's like some deep-seated shit? Like in terms of like, you know, women are traditionally expected to... Uh, I don't want to say like be submissive. Make themselves but, meek and humble. And, yes. Yes, I do. Actually, I think that's absolutely it. So so, I think but, that, but, but when they get mad, do you think they're getting mad from like for you? Like the idea that you are like lowering yourself to say you're sorry? I think they're getting mad for themselves as well, though. I think they're, they're in a position where they've been hurt by something and they're like, I'm, they feel like they're weak already. Like they don't need someone else being like, oh, I, I'm, I'm somehow up here when you're down here enough to say that I'm sorry for your for your experiences. Does that make sense? Like right. it's in a weird way, it's like a power thing between women, I think. Like they want to tell you about what's wrong with them, but they don't want you to be sorry for it. I really need to talk to Rebecca about this because I think that there's a couple of times when she's been like, uh, don't don't say you're sorry to me. I think that would be so, like an amazing topic for your podcast. Yeah. For Clever Girl. Like, I think that would be, and I would like, dude, it's, it's two fucking guys and speaking for Max here. I think I would be super interested to hear the psychology behind that. Yeah. Because like, you know, we're speaking the same language a lot, but again, it's like frame of reference. Like we, like men and women are vastly different, even though we are very similar. So there's things that like yeah. we say and do that are completely different um, or interpreted differently. Yeah. You know I can't I mean? think of a man that's ever said that to me. Like, don't say it, don't say you're sorry. Or don't be but sorry. I've, I've, I've done yeah. that before. But I think it's always like when I'm being shitty. Like I think when like someone's hurt me and they apologize, I'll be like, I don't. You don't have to apologize. It's fine. Like it's it's like it's almost like a straight up defense mechanism. Mm. Um, and so I don't know. That's a real. I'm really curious to hear that. Yeah, me too. Okay, well maybe I'll ask Rebecca. I don't, so are we? On the, what's the majority here? You're supposed to say sorry. It's basic empathy, right? Like, I think so too. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's a necessary um, thing to say. And right. Is there experience. any way you can improve it? Like you could punch it up? All right, it's punch up time. Yeah, what, what would be an alternative uh, that you think would be more genuine to make the person still feel heard, but without making them feel like you were pitying them? I'm, I, I think like, to be honest with you, in those situations, I feel like I have to say something negative about whoever it is they're talking about mm. or whatever situation. So if they're telling me that like, they you know didn't get a promotion at work for example yeah. um because their boss is really shitty i think they the i think they expect them to say oh your boss is such an asshole do you know what i mean yeah. so it's like you have to be more negative somehow against someone else would it be more prudent though if you had just addressed their emotional well-being without saying oh i'm sorry just be like oh how are you like just to just to give them the opportunity to kind of like feel what they feel well, and give it to you. I think in, the, in those conversations, I've already done that. That's why we're having the conversation in the first place. Yeah. You know, I've been like, oh, how are you doing? What's going on in your life? 
and they're like, here's all this shit that's happened to me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but asking how they're doing and then getting a specific, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can ask specifically how they're feeling about that. I'm just trying to figure out if there's a better way to approach it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean Sometimes I, I'll follow up and I'm sorry with, uh, that sucks. So that yeah. I'm, like, making it clear that, like, hey, that is a shitty situation. I'm not personally taking responsibility for it. And I'm not pitying you. I'm just saying, like, that sucks. Like, shit. Isn't that from isn't that from Parks and Rec where they where they're teaching um, who's married to Anne? What's uh, Chris Craig, Chris right? Chris right? She wants to complain about things to him, mm-hmm. and they teach him to right. say that sucks. Yeah, <laughs> don't solve the problem. Like, acknowledge acknowledge, that, acknowledge that, that it yeah. exists. Yeah. yeah. So everything we need to know about life. See, that's one of those episodes that it bothers me because I'm just like, but he's trying to solve her fucking problems. Like, isn't him solving the problem an acknowledgement of the problem itself? Uh, let's end now because I feel like we have another good note. <laughs> I think sometimes when you try when you when you approach it that way, it's like it comes across as I'm the only one who can solve this problem. I know better than you. Like, do you know what I mean? And that's not what people want sometimes. They just want to commiserate. You'd be like, yeah. oh, that is garbage. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, and, and I can say like honestly that that's like a huge pet peeve of mine when I just like say like, oh, this like shitty thing happened to me. My dishwasher broke, and then someone offers a solution like hey, you can wash them by hand, guy. Ha, ha, ha. It's like, yeah, I fucking know I can wash them by hand. I was just saying that, like, my dishwasher broke and it leaked all over my floor and that really sucked. I didn't need you to tell <sighs> yeah, me. I know how to get under Max's skin. Yeah, though. this is easy. Give him solutions to things. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, Max, do you have any, any topic you want to throw at us? Uh, kids, I don't like them. They're weird, they're creepy, they're useless, um, and we have too many of them. I like this topic. This is this is going to be a good springboard. Do you want to take it first? I mean, I specifically am against redheaded children. Mm-hmm. I think they're the devil. Um, so I'm with you there. It's a basic take, don't you think? <laughs> I'm not sure if it's basic because every time I've said that all ginger babies should die, people look at me funny. What else have we um, seen though? That's like a trope, and like redheaded babies freak people. Uh, like South movie. Park. South Park's one of them. It's also like I've never seen that. That, that, that MIA born free thing. video. Wait, which one? MIA born free video. No, but that's a great example. But there's 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 something we watch. There's a trope where she hates redheaded kids. I think it's Scrubs. Elliot, oh, maybe. Well, maybe. Yeah, I think it is right. actually. But I've hated redheaded babies since I was one. Probably. It's terrible. Um, Yet your favorite tennis player is a fucking redhead. Yeah. Well, you know, I didn't know when he was a child. Um, <laughs> somehow we can tolerate you know redheads when they grow up for the most part. Don't you like Prince Harry too? You're like he's way better looking than the other what's the other prince? What's the other William, prince? William. William's a bitch. Henry, which we were talking about this the other day. Talking about ugly duckling. This motherfucker is debonair as fuck now. Prince Harry? Mm-hmm. He's like the cool looking one. He's a badass. He hangs out at like Knicks games, plays with babies and popcorn, and plays in a cool way, not in the weird way. Huh? Not in the coat way. Oh, okay. Yeah, the coat way. <laughs> <laughs> the trench coat way. Um, I don't know, man. I have nephews that I adore, and I think they're the coolest people in the world. So it's hard. Like I'm, I'm, I'm in the weeds there. And I know people who have kids. The weird thing about people who have kids, it's like it's all hubris. Like, you're, of course, you're gonna like your kid, Like you have to. Like, I almost respect my yeah. parents more for treating me like an asshole as a kid because it was like it was it was against the grain. You know what I mean? Did you ever see that movie Friends with Kids? Uh, isn't that the Nicole Hollinger film or whatever? Uh, it's the one by uh, John Hamm's uh, right. Her, yeah, yeah, partner. yeah, yeah. It's got uh, uh, Adam that, Scott. That movie's like a fucking horror movie. It's real good. It's real it's sad. Terrible. It's terrible. I don't know. I just I, I don't care for kids. Uh, anytime like uh, you know people become parents and they start posting about their kids on Instagram all the time and like what joy they 
bring to their lives and stuff. I'm just like, I don't care about your baby. You just sit there like a little turnip. I hate, I hate you to shoot do this. Your pants all the time. Hate to, well, the sh- okay. Uh, let's get rid of the diaper thing. But I hate to do this to you, Max. But like, I feel like honestly that you know, kids are kind of like Christmas lights in a way. Oh I mean, shit! I mean, oh shit! That might be offensive to children, but I kind of don't care. It's just that, like it makes certain people happy. That gives them a lot of joy. You can choose not to be one of those people. That's fine. You can choose to block those people on Instagram. You should, hmm. if that makes you happy, right? He might change Christmas lights. Now. I don't think he's going to because it's like a thing that some people want from their lives. People, some people want to do. Now, admittedly, Christmas lights are on your house and they don't go anywhere and you know, they don't bother people at other places. Children go out into public and act a fool. Just today we're in the grocery store. These kids were just like standing in the way of people like, and people couldn't get by and it was raining and shit. And I was like, we can't have children because they're going to be assholes and we're responsible for them. Right. I, I think that also my big problem is just like the overall, like what do kids represent? You're adding to a problem, right? Like the problem of overpopulation. Maybe that shit needs to be regulated a little bit. I don't know how it's getting a little dystopian if you start thinking that way, but you know, overpopulation is a serious concern and like resource control and shit like that. And like, if we continue with the trends that we have now, like cities are becoming more densely populated. We're not like combating that with infrastructure in any way. Like our cities are fucking failing us. Um, We need to like basically start from the ground up if we're going to be able to accommodate all of the people that we're going to have in the next 50 to 70 years, if the earth is still habitable at that point. So, like, I think that the idea of having kids is largely fucking irresponsible. Okay, this is the beginning. Joy. This is, like, the ground zero of, of Max's, like, Lex Luthor ascent into, like, <laughs> you know, like, because the thing about Lex Luthor, as you know, is he doesn't think he's the villain. He thinks he's saving the Earth from Superman. Like, Superman's this, this fucking threat, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This is the beginning, man. Like, we're gonna, we're gonna, like, there's gonna be a time travel film where we come back to this very moment for like on the Zoom chat here, the portal opens up and someone fucking assassinates Max because it stops the fucking impending disaster, man. You hear yourself? Yeah. Jesus. I mean, <laughs> like, like, like where, well, where are we going as, as a species right now? Like, what, what, where, where's it all but, heading? But you can also spin it and think of it as having kids and molding that child to be an ideal citizen, right? Someone who uh, thinks globally and acts locally and, and is compassionate and all those things. And I think that's why people... Some people have kids. Other people have kids because they're fucked up and they want to have little thems and shit like that. Mm. But but there's a good side to that, what you just said, though, I think. Because uh, to be honest with you, like, I never really thought about having kids, like, at all, really, until I watched fucking Bob's Burgers. I know that might sound stupid to you, but, like, that show... You've what, never said this, what, so we're engaged. What, <laughs> what, what, what family means in that show is something else, right? You say, like, people have kids to have little thems. Maybe, but people also have kids to like have like a network of people around them that have like that know them really intimately and have inside jokes with them and make, them feel, and make too, them feel comfortable. Right? Like, it's, yeah. You guys are a good team, and I think you should add to your team. Exactly, it's yeah. just like that. So I can see why some people would want to do that. Like that, if all families were like the family in Bob's Burgers, I'd be like, yes, awesome. Yeah, you know man. I mean? Think first five season Simpsons, man. The kind of warmth that they had in those moments where you still felt the love between the characters. Yeah, no, like I, I'm, I'm all about like I understand like concept of family, community. Like those are necessary things. Those are intrinsic to us as human beings, and like how we experience the world and everything for sure. Um, But maybe I'm just saying it's time to rethink that concept a little bit. And like you think about all the unwanted children that are out there, like don't make more of them recycle a little bit, you know? 
So uh, well, the, the, the policy we have for dogs. Yeah, the policy we have for dogs. Get your dog spayed and neutered and go adopt a dog instead of, you know. Exactly. I, I think that that's the most ethical and humane thing to do because, like, I've heard a lot of people make the argument that, like, well, family is who you're related to. That's blood and that's all that matters. And it's, I, I disagree with that. Family, that. Yeah, I disagree with that, too. I think the family is where you find it. Absolutely. Um, so you're, like, you're, you're closer to me than the majority, 97% of my family, dude. So like, yeah, I completely understand that. I know she feels the same. And so yeah, I'm, I'm not talking about pulling a China. I just think that we need to um, seriously consider what's going to happen in the future. Right. Uh, we can still have family units, but it might be adopt? a different concept. Uh, maybe once I have my shit together, but like I can't fucking take care of a kid. Right. So Max is pro- Adopting a child Adopting from a child. trench coat. From a coat. Yeah. From a, we were back to this trench coat. Thing. You want you a was, trench coat, baby. <laughs> you want, you want, you want a baby? Exactly. <laughs> you guys have some weird feelings about children. I do. I think I was I mostly mean, on your you side were, here. I'm just saying, you've argued that you should put them in your trench coat pockets. You have said we should recycle <laughs> them. I'm just saying, these are weird, you know. Yeah, these are, I don't, these these are weird co- it's concepts, but it's fine. I don't necessarily. All right. So Dolores is anti-adoption. Um, I no! Wow. That's terrible. Wow. Hey, you need orphans. Wow. Holy I just shit. don't call it recycling. I'm for adoption when it's called Well, adoption. Max is of the age where you call the spade a spade. <laughs> all right? You call it how you seize it. And uh, did we go into, like, the etymology of that and whether that's racist or not? Like, yeah. Yeah, we did. We did in was the, uh, I think it was right. I think anything that everything is. we say is rooted in some fucked up yeah. racism. So. And I didn't know that. That was like totally new information to me. Right. Well, you know, you learned something. So new. I learned, yeah, I learned something. Um, all right. So this is my final majority rules. How do you think we did as a first episode? It was a little all over the place, but I, I think there's a balance between doing something serious like you brought up and then having more outlandish, stupid things that we can have stupid opinions about. Um, I think, I mean, my personal opinion, I think we did all right, man. I think it was a solid pilot, you know? I think, you know, I think that majority rules here. Uh, I agree with you for once. All right. I'm so it doesn't even matter. Let's, let's just leave the woman uh, without voice then, right? Oh, my God. Majority already rules. What are you going to add to this proceeding? I guess God. talk. I guess you have permission to talk. We need, like, you're right. We need two other people on this <laughs> show, but they need to be women. Um, <laughs> just, I mean, of course, you can't So them. the men can be minorities again. Sweet fucking no, Jesus. No, I, I, I hate to say that I agree with you. It's like something in me just wants to revolt when I say that, but I do. I do. <laughs> I do agree. This is not votable for our marriage. I think uh, it votes well, it does. There'll always be some kind of excitement. Right. We'll leave that to the people listening. Like, does this bode well for majority rules? <laughs> All right. Um, well, I think we did a good job. So we'll we'll we'll, we'll come back. We'll do it again. But, but do why do does he have this pen now? Yeah, he's the new Robert. He's pulling a Robert. God damn it, Max. Do you have any last thoughts, feelings you want to say about? Uh, Infinity War, ten out of ten. Oh, fucking shit. Oh All right. God. Yeah. Let's end this episode Let's now. Unfriend.